Good afternoon, Patriots, and it is Tuesday, March 15th in the year 2022, and welcome to Bended Knee. A lot of things going on, and if you listened to last night's show, Bards FM, if you haven't, I would suggest you do, because the news today confirmed everything I said last night, the breaking news that the petrodollar has cracked. So this is a big deal. We're going to get into this a little bit here before our prayer. Before we begin real quickly, MyPillow.com, MyPillow.com forward slash Bards, that's Bards Nation's landing page on MyPillow site. Sleep right now is a critical issue for everybody, keeping rested and focused. MyPillow products are an amazing quality product that help you get good sleep. I vouch for that personally. It actually improves your sleep because they're so well made and so well engineered for that purpose. Your Bards code, B-A-R-D-S, that's your promo code, Bards will give you all sorts of amazing savings on a company that's led by a CEO that's a great patriot, fighter for liberty, and a Christian. With Jesus in his heart, that's fantastic. Can't get better. So head on over to MyPillow.com forward slash Bards. Take advantage of some amazing savings and a range of products across the entire site that is not just limited to the landing page. You have everything from Giza sheets, 60% off, my slippers, 50% off, sleepwear, 50% off, pillows down to nineteen ninety eight. In addition, you also have beds, full mattresses, and mattress toppers, and many, many more products. So check it out, mypillow.com forward slash Bards, promo code Bards, B-A-R-D-S. Okay, so last night we talked about the petrodollar. And we talked about how I said the dollar had died, and they just haven't told you yet. Well, today it was announced that Saudi Arabia is considering accepting yuan for Chinese oil. Listen to this brief piece by Steve Bannon this morning as he was in the middle of an interview. Just happened as we went to commercial break. Wall Street Journal News exclusive Middle East uh, from... uh, Summer Saeed and Steve Kalin in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. Headline, Saudi Arabia considers accepting yuan instead of dollars for Chinese oil sales. That would be the Chinese currency. Talks between Riyadh and Beijing have accelerated as the Saudi unhappiness grows with Washington. These guys guys owe their existence to the United States of America. Do they not, Steve Cortez? They certainly do, but guess what? We're not gonna get uh, gratitude because they are gangsters, the, the royal family that controls Saudi Arabia in Riyadh. Uh, and by the way, this is a gangster move from a group of gangsters because we dared the world to get off of the dollar. We dared them, how? By declaring war on Russia and specifically on the Russian people and weaponizing money. We are at war right now with Russia. We are not shooting yet, and I hope it doesn't come to that. And if we cool down, it won't come to that. But we are at full-scale economic war with the people of Russia. We are actively collapsing their currency using the dollar as a weapon. But there's great risk to that. We dare the world to consider alternatives, to get off the dollar. And guess what? Right now, MBS in Saudi Arabia, in a gangster move, sees that King Dollar is wobbly, and it looks like he's going to deliver a right cross knockout blow to the dollar. Here's why this matters to Americans way beyond foreign policy. Here's why it matters to your everyday life. If you've never left the United States of America, if you don't care about other currencies. 
King dollar is what has allowed the United States to finance what are nightmarish levels of deficits. We've effectively gotten away with it because of the global thirst for dollars, because all transactions, whether it's an oil transaction between Saudi Arabia and China or an arms deal, whatever it is, all major transactions in the world occur in dollars. And the thirst for dollars means that there was an appetite for our outrageous amounts of debt. If that appetite starts to wane and eventually goes away, and it very well could, this country quickly becomes Argentina. We quickly uh, enter a death spiral of debt. And don't think it can't happen here because Argentina was once a century ago a very wealthy, very advanced country on par, if not exceeding the United States in its prosperity. So it seems unthinkable, but it can happen after a, after a century of dollar primacy in global capital markets. Joe Biden, in just over a year in office, is already dethroning King Dollar, and this matters. And this matters a lot. So, as I said last night, if you haven't listened, or as I said a minute ago, if you haven't listened to last night's show, Bards FM, I'd highly recommend you do. It all has to do with the death of the dollar and the consequences, and we're going to talk a little bit more about that after our prayer and again tonight. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, We thank you for this time we have come together. We thank you each day for the blessings of assembling together for the wisdom that you provide and the insights and discernment that we're going to need in the weeks and months ahead. Lord, we are looking at an unchanging time and of something that's completely uncharted territory. And it's happening not just here in the United States, but it's happening globally as systems that we become dependent upon and accustomed to are failing and failing at a massive rate. Lord, we face this not with fear, but obviously with a bit of of hesitation, just not knowing exactly what our next steps are and knowing that this path ahead can only be had and accomplished through our love and trust in you. So Lord, for any, any sense we have of fear or hesitation or anxiety, please forgive us and please guide us through this time as we dig deeper into our relationship with you to secure us firmly in that anchor and rock of faith and our unwavering commitment to push forward as you have guided us fearlessly in the face of a storm. Lord, this is a time when change is going to happen in ways that we have yet to even fully comprehend. World power shifts, nation states collapsing, supply chains breaking, the dependency and interdependency that was created by this Babylonian system. Babylon is now falling. And Lord, however that was then, it shall be repeated now. But as we do this and move forward, we know that we have this unbelievable love and gift that you've given us within each and every one of us. So guide us in these times. Lord, We have to pray as well for the calm and the unity of people. This is the beginning of a major slide, a transition in life that will be taxing on every family, every household, every relationship. So we pray for that center point to be always the love in Christ, the foundation on the rock of faith, that ability for us to build bridges, not to break them or burn them down, the ability to find the unity in each other, to build tribes and to build unity within our neighborhoods and fellowship within our communities in such a way that we can endure this work together, overcome and persevere in ways never before imagined. 
Lord, this is such an amazing opportunity as we move forward to truly reimagine and reshape the world in our trust in you, letting you guide in all things, truly living in a time where you are leading in all things, not man leading in things and institutions led by man and the corruption that those lead to. There is a great deal of change that this is going to require. It's going to require an enormous amount of burden on each one of us, a necessary burden as we walk in the flesh in this world. Guide us, Lord, in these times. Give us the strength that we need to rise up, to be greater than the problem, and to truly become the light that is, so, is needed so much in the world. We need lamps on the hill for others to find and to follow. We need light for people to be lifted up out of the darkness. We need the ability for people to find their way through in what will invariably be darkness and fear for many. These are times when the best of the propaganda, the, the brainwashing, the, the conviction of people being locked into a system is truly going to be challenged as the institutions begin to be unraveled and begin to be revealed for what they really are and what their intended purpose will be. Our role becomes ever increasingly significant, Lord, and you've placed us here in this time and this place for a significant reason, for such a time as this, and we are so blessed and so honored. Our core piece in all of this is always to bring as many, the many, to closer to a relationship in Christ and to do so in such a way that we can build our strength, we can build our firmness in that commitment and our understanding that we're not of this world. The blessings you've given us, Lord, is to be able to have stepped away from this world, to walk a path where we can now look over as if it's across the water, as if we've left it behind. That gives us a beautiful walk of peace and solidness in everything we do, and it equally gives us an optic to be able to guide many through the clouded space in which they are in. We are going to be dealing with enormous amounts of, of strains on this system. We haven't yet even dealt with the crises of child sex trafficking, abortion, the damages of the injection, the many, many litany of things that come from the obsession of, of material things. And yet we know that you're there and that you will guide us through an amazing time of challenge and yet reawakening and recentering on you, Lord. Most importantly, Lord, is we have to keep in our heart the realization that is not limited to us and this is not just our walk. We are in your army, which is your fight against evil. And we, as we walk this, we'll be tasked with things that we may not always understand or appreciate. May we always trust in you. May we always put our confidence in you. And may we listen to the small voice, the voice on the gentle wind, as Elijah had done, to hear you clearly, not to keep seeking you in the chaos and the torment. This is a time when we know that if we stay with you, you have us in protected in your, in, in your wings that we will endure this beautifully and we will endure this profoundly. But we must continue to build the fellowship and build the bridges and be ready to assist others in need. Let us be guided by your will. Let us be guided by your protection. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. These times are significant. And it's. I saw a comment earlier on chat that said, are we sure we can trust Wall Street Journal News? It's not a matter of whether you can trust Wall Street Journal News right now. It's a reality that Saudi Arabia is now going to accept you on 
in addition for dollars for a sale of oil. That is so unbelievably powerful because un, up to this time, the only way you could buy oil was to buy it through dollars. That's what, hence the name petrodollar. What this leads to is a cascade. It means that people will now start putting money into yuan as other people put into dollars. It's hard, I think, for analysts in Wall Street to comprehend the measure of resistance to the dollar and associated agreement that the dollar must fall. That isn't just at a senior strategic level of the hands of the puppetry of this world. It's also many countries who've been victimized by the regimes of power that have moved through our country to always enforce the dollar and your compliance to the dollar with any force necessary. We invaded Iraq not because of weapons of mass destruction, because of a decision of mass destruction for the U.S. economy. And it wasn't WMDs. It was the decision that Saddam Hussein had made to accept euros for oil. And in so doing, we launched an entire war which killed thousands of, and killed thousands and maimed thousands more of U.S. Young, youth and young adults for the sole purpose of protecting a dollar currency Nothing more. This is the type of world that we've lived in. So when countries decide to move away from the dollar, it's the federal dollar. It's not the U.S. sovereign dollar. And it's a decision that they're making to try to reclaim some measure of sovereignty. I'm not sure that they're gaining any more going towards a circle of power that centers around the yuan. But what I do tell you is that there's so much chaos in the world markets that I think that in the end, it's not just going to be the collapse of society as you know it now. We're probably leading to a collapse of governments as we know them because this upheaval is that great. What will be before us are enormous challenges because there's going to be offerings made to draw people in to that beast system. That's not a question. It's on the horizon. They want to get people to take the chip or have some sort of genetic marker. They want to put people on a digital ID. They want to in integrate people into digital tracking systems. And the place where that will be most prevalent will be in the cities where they have the most control and where corporate has the most reach. It's essential at this point in time that people keep true to this walk. It is essential that people keep true to the walk with Christ and, and keep your head focused on where things are going. This is why I've said so much is that you have to be prepared. And if you aren't, start preparing. It's, we're running out of time to be catching up. And we've been talking about this on this channel for, I don't know, 18 months, two years, three years, I, really since the beginning. And the, the emphasis has been heavy on since the county by county program was introduced about a year ago of idea of getting sovereignty, actually almost two years ago, sovereignty into the home. We have to take reclaim our individual strength of living without the dependency on the state and the corporate systems. And that's going to be, it's not just for ourselves, it's because we have to become leaders within our communities to guide our communities in that way. This is going to tax everyone. And the more resilient communities will be those that have taken a position to be working with localized sources, growing their own food. Local farmers cannot grow everything we need. So it's going to be a need for 
all of us to be able to grow some of our own food. I've talked about that infinitely. Fuel prices are going to go up. Your cost of your your cost of living is going to go up. Your buying power is going to decline. That's just the reality of the times we're in, and it's accelerating. And I don't see it if this continues, which I expected it will. This will accelerate faster and faster. The outcome, I always have a belief that as people suffer and go through this, in particular in this country, I believe that the suffering will lead to greatness. But we're going to have to endure that period for people to wake up and realize what has happened. But this has been a vicious attack on all of us. And we can claim that it's unwarranted and that it was not justified, that innocents were taken. At the same time, we have lived a very comfortable life in America based on our ability to use military force to force others ultimately to comply to our debt economy. That's a big burden to carry as a nation that when it undoes, you don't you find that you don't have that many friends. What we have now is what lives within our borders. What we have now are those that we have to lean on, our neighbors and and our fellowships that we build. And we're, it's going to be up to us to lead many to a more calm path, a path that's going to be more focused on a spiritual center than on a consumption center that they currently are. I can tell you that I spoke to a person this morning that said this to me, and, and, and his comment was, I'm, I'm grumpy today. And I said, why is that? He says, because I've come to realize that the investment strategies that I've followed religiously across my life for, for the better part of 30 years, I am now at a point where within four months to six months, I could see it all evaporate because of the, what's going to happen to the dollar. And I said, you're right. That's exactly where we are. There's not much else to say other than get your money out of the stock market if you can and get it into solid assets. This is going to be an epic change and it's going to affect a lot of people and there's going to be a lot of people that won't know what to do when suddenly what they've, everything they've been working for, which is money and retirement income, now has little value. That's a big deal in a world that has been built on material pillars, the foundations of materialism. Our center in faith is going to be not just for us, but for a nation to reset it. And in no way do I like to fan the flames of doom. You know that. I think the optimism there is just that, is that we will find our way back to Father, not just here, but across the world. But nonetheless, this is a challenging time. So it's important that we keep our prayers focused and our prayers up and constantly seek that relationship with God that will allow us to let him hear our voice for repentance and our voice for mercy. We have been led by robber barons and gangsters. Sadly, we've accepted that as part of the show that we wanted to vote for and part of the show that we thought was a normal in our society. We own some of that accountability regardless. We've allowed the, the hand puppet show and, and the, the nonsense to continue unabated. And this is where we arrive ultimately. A country that's been hijacked by a, a group of people that believe in a singular centralized government 
a group of people that have seen our tax dollars as an ability for them to pilfer and pillage everything that they can from us and use our military to pilfer and pillage whole cultures for the sake of their needs as well. We have seen wars. We have seen starvation in our country. All you have to do is go into the inner cities and the homeless camps. We've seen a dislocation of whole families and and people across our nation. We are in a crisis and have been in a crisis for many, many years, and we've become very accustomed to turning a blind eye to the problem. That has to change. We have to start taking our eyes and focusing on inwards, and we have to start taking care of ourselves, and we have to start doing so not with the expectation that the government's going to be there, but quite to the contrary, with the expectation that the government will fight us for being there. The government is not our friend. They are a tyranny. They are led by gangsters. They have no intention of helping you. When we start assuming that understanding and that responsibility, we will cease to be the expectant children waiting for the free handout. We now have to lead by action and by doing, not by words and promises. Actions and deeds will be the, the thing that defines us in the days, weeks, and months ahead. And when we do that, we will reshape this nation in a glorious way. God will be placed back on the throne. And in so doing, our nation will once again rise to glorious levels un- unimagined before. But that process is going to take hard work. And the sooner that we as a nation can come to our knees and understand the importance of humbling ourselves before God, the sooner we're going to be on our way to rebuilding. Patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. These are glorious times, challenging times, but glorious times. Keep your prayers up. Our prayers need to continually build that relationship and closeness we have with God continue to dig in and pray for the mercy for our nation. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God will always win. But we're here in this time and this place for such a time as this. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. I'll see you tonight for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time. God bless. And out for now. We shall pay any price bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. 
securely the opening vistas of space, promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. Push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 